Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. did start jumping up and down, he immediately began praising God for his miracle. He knew where it came from. And everybody inside the temple recognized him. They all knew that a serious miracle had just taken place because they recognized him as the crippled beggar who sat outside the gate every day. Day after day for years, a crippled man longed to be healed. And the moment he received a miracle and was healed, he leapt for joy. Today, Pastor Robert will encourage you to, like this man, rejoice and celebrate all God has done in your life. Celebrate all his wondrous works and praise him to all those around you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 3, as he continues his message, Such as I have, I give. The treasures in heaven are never going to diminish in their value. Never. We can't even comprehend that. You know, a new car smell that remains for all of eternity. Do you understand what I'm driving at here? I'm being a little facetious, but hopefully you get my point. Because that's what he tells us. Eternal rewards. You know, when when Betty eventually gets to heaven, I think she's going to be so shocked at what God has done with those little cards that she took the time to create and and pass along to these inmates. Not to mention the reward that he's already preparing for. Now, that brings us to the text that I want us to look at. Acts chapter 3, the first 10 verses says, Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. So it's about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the way the Romans did their, their time. And, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, the Beautiful Gate, generally believed to be the Eastern Gate, to ask alms from those who entered the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms. So he had his hand out. He's asking, asking for some help. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. 
And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So that tells us what his problem was. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Now, listen, it it seems that Peter and John were already pretty good friends before they ever met their Messiah, okay? Because Luke chapter 5, verse 9 tells us that they were business partners. That that Peter and James and John, the two brothers, Peter, James, and John, were partners in in this fishing business until Jesus called them to leave their business behind and go into the ministry with him to become his apprentices. Apparently, they did a lot of stuff. Together And on this particular day, they were walking into the temple courts for that three o'clock afternoon prayer time there in the courts of the temple. Now, we saw in Acts chapter two that the apostles were going to the temple every day and that the people were gathering around them and they were just telling the people what Jesus had taught them. Right. But this time God had something unique in mind. And I want you to notice a couple of things about what took place here. The first thing I want you to notice is that this could not have been the first time this poor cripple had been sitting at the gate when the apostles entered the temple courts. This wasn't the first time that they had seen this guy. In fact, Jesus himself had probably walked right past this man at least once or twice on his way into the temple courts. Because verse 2 says he was there every day. A certain man, lame from his mother's womb, he was born this way, was carried, whom they laid daily. Everybody say daily. daily. They laid him daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple, who seeing Peter and John about to go in, asked for alms. So this, this poor guy had spent hundreds, if not thousands of days, just sitting there with his hand out, totally dependent upon the goodwill of the people who entered the temple to pray, right? Now he, he had no other way to support himself. And we know, we know for sure, that Jesus went to the temple several times without healing this poor guy. He may not have walked right past him. He could have gone in a different gate. He may not have gone in that beautiful gate. But he knew that man was outside in need of healing and didn't heal him. Second thing I want you to notice is that the man was born without the ability to stand on his own two feet. The way it's worded there, he didn't, he didn't have strength in his bones. There's something wrong with his bone structure. He never had the strength to stand alone. Never mind jumping up and down like the Bible says he did after God healed him. He'd never known what it meant to rise up without the strong arms of another human supporting his weight. He he never felt the sensation of desert sand between his toes or, or, you know, a little a little rock under the ball of his 
foot or, or leg muscles flexing as he ran through the streets of Jerusalem like all the other little boys had done when he was a kid. Never had any of that. And he had zero hope of ever experiencing the kinds of things that most men just take for granted. Like, for example, having a wife and kids. Because you understand, especially, especially in this time, 2,000 years ago, no woman was going to even entertain the idea. And for that matter, her, her father, her brothers would not have allowed her to consider marrying this guy. He had no means of supporting her. He had no way of earning a living. He was a crippled beggar, and that was his identity. We don't even know his name. Third thing I want to point out to you, when he did start jumping up and down, he immediately began praising God for his miracle. He knew where it came from. And everybody inside the temple recognized him. They all knew that a serious miracle had just taken place. Because they recognized him as the crippled beggar who sat outside the gate every day. And I was thinking about this. It reminds me of, of a song by John Mark McMillan. And it's not about this story. It's, a, it's about, it's the story of Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth was a son of Jonathan, who was a son of King Saul. And, you know, the family of Saul was completely wiped out. But David and Jonathan had been really, really close. And so after all of this, and now King David has been, he's been established as the king of Israel. And one day it occurs to him that he'd made a promise to Jonathan. And he, he asked, you know, he's like, are there any of the descendants of Saul still alive? Did any of them survive? And there's like, oh, this one cripple kid, Mephibosheth. And King David said, well, go get him. And, and they bring him. And for the rest of his life, Mephibosheth ate at the king's table. And I was just thinking about this song and thinking about, you know, this, it's a song about me, a cripple at the king's table. And, and it's a song about you, too. joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in Acts when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 
2730. When you call, please let us know if we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more, right here on Main Thing Radio.